We welcome in the precious name of our Lord. Let us start this service with a wonderful song number 33. When we walk with the Lord, God's word, our star. At this occasion, I would like to thank our choir leader, our singers and our musicians. I'd like to thank them. The world likes it very much and it's a great blessing. Song 33.
May the Lord give it to us by His grace that we have sung this song prayerfully, really with a deep longing that everything, what we are singing, that it becomes a reality and that it can be manifested through us and by us. We will then call two brothers, our beloved brother Bope from Johannesburg and brother Mbie, that they come briefly to the front and that they greet the church or just pray whatever is upon their hearts. Let us now stand up and let us together ask God for His blessing. As one heart and one soul we want to be now. We want to all open our mouths and thanking our Lord together, asking for His blessing. Lord, Almighty God, we are gathered in Your name, in Your presence, to hear Your Word, the biblical end-time message, to hear it. Precious Lord, purify our hearts, our thoughts, we are bringing everything under your blood and we ask you for forgiveness, for grace, for salvation. Be in our midst. Give you the atmosphere which we need so that you can manifest yourself. Unite us as your church under you, the head, because you are the head of the church. So we ask you, bless all who are listening now with us and who are watching. Be with your people all over the earth. And we ask, we pray for all our translators in all tongues. Bless, Lord, worldwide. Your coming is near. We are saying, Maranatha. Beloved Lord, have thine own way with all of us. And bless us from the riches of your grace. Amen. You may be seated. Yes. I greet you all, uh, brothers and sisters, in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Ich grüße euch alle geliebte Brüder und Schwestern in dem kostbaren Namen unseres Herrn. It's indeed a great pleasure to be in your midst, as well as a blessing for me. Es ist wirklich ein Vergnügen und ein Segen, in eurer Mitte zu sein. I bring along with me the greetings of all the brethren in Johannesburg, South Africa. Ich bringe Africa. auch all die Grüße von unseren Geschwistern aus Johannesburg mit. Because indeed we are a people sharing the same hope. Wir sind ein Volk, welches die gleiche Hoffnung mit euch teilt. And we share the same faith. Und wir teilen auch den gleichen Glauben. 
Wir sind gemeinsam, ja, in Gemeinschaft miteinander. And indeed our fellowship is with our Lord Jesus Christ. Und in der Tat, unsere Gemeinschaft ist mit Jesus Christus, unserem Herrn. May God bless you, Christian. Möge Gott Amen. euch reichlich segnen. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Chers frères, si tu parles très lentement et très clair, s'il vous plaît, s'il vous plaît. Je salue l'Église dans le précieux nom de Jésus-Christ. I greet all the assembly in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Nous avons goûté ensemble hier soir. Wir haben gestern Abend gemeinsam zugehört. Last night we were feasting together and we believe that today that God will open again the gates of heaven and that he lets fall the rain in our hearts. We rejoice together with you and we just bring you all the greetings from Africa. Very, very soon we will go up, namely into our homes at our Father in heaven, because God is faithful and he will fulfill his promise with us. May God bless you richly. Amen. Very old friends, we know our brother, he has one of the greatest assemblies, largest in the Congo, in the DRC, more than 4,000 souls which he is looking after and God has blessed him. And he made him a great blessing. When our, as our two sisters are coming to the front to sing a fitting song, and then there's a child dedication, then the parents will come to the front, and as the sisters are coming, I just want to say briefly that we also have received greetings also from one brother, Eric from Johannesburg, from our brother from Nairobi, from our brethren from Romania, all were listening, all were rejoicing last night. And then, especially from our brother Joseph from Kinshasa, who made the burial of our brother Mamba, he has sent special greetings to all the church, the assembly. This morning, this morning he phoned me and we are just joined together with all our brothers and sisters worldwide. We are joined 
by the bond of the divine love. This is not something made up, but it is worked by God and it is given to us by God. May the Lord also bless, may He make use of this day that we all are being blessed and that we make one step forward in faith. So wie der Meister möchte ich immer sein, mehr sanft und linde, mehr im Herzen klein, mehr eifrig wirken, mehr tätig sein für ihn. Ganz mein Herz erblühen. Nimm du mein Herz, ich möchte dein nur sein. Nimm du mein Herz und mach es gänzlich dein. Gilt alles Schuld, oh So wie der Meister ist mein täglich Flehen, mein Kreuz zu tragen, mehr auf ihn zu sehen, mehr ernstes Mühen für Jesu mein zu stehen, mehr seines Geistes verlorenen nachzugehen. Nimm du mein Herz, ich möchte dein nur sein. Nimm du mein Herz und mach es gänzlich dein. Dick alle Schuld, o oh Herr, ich bitte dich, wasche mich rein und halt mich ewiglich. So wie der Meister ist mein Lebensziel, zeigen will, mehr selbst verleugnend, wie er auf Erden war, in Treu und Liebe, wie er und wandelbar. Nimm du mein Herz, ich möchte 
gänzlich dein. Tilkale Schuld, o oh Herr, ich bitte dich, wasche mich rein und halt mich ewiglich. Sein. Nimm du mein Herz und mach es gänzlich dein. Tilg alle Schuld, oh Herr, ich bitte dich, wasche mich rein und halt mich Last night we heard it, of course. Please, come to the front. We stand up. Last night we have heard it already. God has chosen the heart. And in Romans, chapter 11, it is still written. Or Romans 10, man believes by the heart and confesses with the mouth. Now, we will bless this child. Precious sister. Beloved Lord and God, you have given our precious brother and sister a son, an Elias, and they bring him to you again. And we ask you for your blessing for the whole family. May it be manifested that to the whole house salvation has been granted. Be merciful for thy holy name's sake. This Elias, we dedicate him to you, Lord. Receive him. Be blessed. Be God dedicated for time and for eternity. In Jesus' holy name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let us sing together the wonderful chorus. They come from the east and west. It's the, it's the first chorus in this little You may be seated. Today, 
We will read a number of scriptures and we will see that God from the beginning has led His people according to His counsel and that He time and again had periods in which something special happened. Now, not to forget it, last night, we said it, of course, we welcomed all, and also our beloved brother Andrew Branham. And if he is here today, perhaps even with the family, then we would like to ask him to stand up. Here he is. We are just so grateful that God, also in our time, had a mouthpiece, that He has spoken out a commission, and that it was being fulfilled, what is written in Jeremiah chapter 1. Before you were born, I have ordained you to be a prophet for the people, for the nations. And we also understood that the New Testament started with the fulfillment of the prophecy from the Old Testament. And that John the Baptist was a promised prophet and that his ministry was a direct part of the predicted plan of salvation which at that time became a reality. So we also understood that God has given the promise to send a prophet at the end of the time of grace, before the great and terrible day of the Lord would come, the day of judgment, the day of darkness, and everything is described from the day of the Lord, beginning, starting with Isaiah 13, from verse 6 up to Revelation chapter 6, from verse 12. Everything was uh, written down. Our Lord confirmed it in Matthew 17, verse 11, and in Mark chapter 9, verse 12. And by this, it is thus, saith the Lord. It's the word of God. It's the promise from the Old and the New Testament. And therefore, we, from the very beginning, we put the emphasis, we, we had to put the weight on that all who want to stand before God cannot bypass what He promised and what is doing. They may not bypass it. They cannot bypass it. Whosoever bypasses it, bypasses God and has no part in that what the Lord at that time 
or what he is doing right now. I mentioned it yesterday, as already last Sunday in Zurich. For me, 50 years are behind me now. We said it last night. When I was in Dallas, Texas, on the 11th of June, 1958, I received these first sermons, and Brother Brenham told me, Brother Frank, you will return with this message to Germany. I didn't plan it. I didn't know it. It's just, it was just planned by God in such a way. And yesterday, we translated the first sermon into the German language. We heard it. United under one head. Precious brothers and sisters, in the Lord, it's just necessary that all of us who we came from various denominations, coming from various churches and religions, coming from various countries, with various opinions we're coming, that we forget everything. It's necessary to leave it behind us so that God can make a new beginning with all of us. Then was the question, how many sermons did, did, Brother, Brenham, uh, did Brother Frank translate into the German language? There are, of course, 1,115 sermons in, in writing and in in writing, we have about 150 translated. And on cassettes, audio, we have about 50. So that we have about 200 sermons which are translated. And then there are people who perhaps who perhaps didn't read the 200 yet or who didn't read it two times and who didn't uh, really follow it up properly, they are asking then, what is with the rest of the sermons? To this now the following. Brother Brenham said very clearly, not only one time, but he said it many times, every message which he receives from God and which he had to bring to the church he will preach it in Jeffersonville. He, he will preach it in his home church in Jeffersonville. I didn't hear it only once. I heard it many times because I translated all the sermons. I heard it many times. So, I understood that Brother Brenham in the various cities and churches he spoke more evangelistically than prophetically and teaching. 
doctrinally. So, from the very beginning, I was led by the Spirit of God. I understood that all the sermons which Brother Branham, since the opening of the seals which he, which he preached in Jeffersonville, these sermons I translated into the German language. And this I did faithfully, beginning with, a Mar with March 1963. I translated all the sermons which Brother Branham preached in his home church in Jeffersonville. And when I came to the last one, we, we followed up uh, from, from the back. And also all the other sermons, all the others, which Brother Branham preached since 1963, we translated it. All the year 65, all the year 64, all the year 63, we translated all these sermons. And brothers and sisters, to say it now very honestly and truthfully, this is enough. This is enough. In all these sermons, if we take them to heart, since the opening of the seals, since the opening of the seals, If we all, if we take all this to heart, and if we get it revealed, then I have nothing to fear, and you also not. Now the second part. Secondly, it was about that in all the other languages, in all the other languages must also be the sermons translated. So, Don't you worry. We did in the name of the Lord what He commanded me and us. And I wouldn't change anything even today. I wouldn't do it another way. So now, this shall, this shall be now heard worldwide. And it shall be taken to heart now, worldwide. There are two things now. The original seed and the original seed is always the word. And one has to read Matthew chapter 13. One has to read it precisely. And also the parallel scriptures in Mark 4, verse 14. And in Luke 8, verse 11. To precisely differentiate and to know that God's word is the original word, the original seed. And that every interpretation is the seed of the enemy. And whoever reads Matthew 13 very slowly, who reads it prayerfully, he will find out that it is written there, as the people slept, then the enemy came and sowed his seed. In the midst, among all the other wheat, on the same field, and then he disappeared. But both seeds came up, and the, 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 
disciples were astonished and they said, Master, allow us, allow us that we pluck up, that we root up the, the wheat. By the way, here the, the word is written in the German language, it's, it says, it's a, it seems like a wheat, it seems, it looks similar to wheat, but it has no corn, no corn, it has just a shuck, just a shuck. It seems like a corn. It looks exactly like like a ear of a wheat, but it's it has no corn in itself. So the the tears are where the tears were sown among the wheat, and the same we experienced after the message was crystal clear preached. We experienced it, that brothers, brothers have come up with their interpretations, always with referring to the word, not even referring to what uh, Brother Brenham said. And they don't even think about to go back to the word. To that what they say, to find it in the Holy Scripture, so that it has a Bible foundation. Now, let us read the two places which we read last night from 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, 1 Corinthians 4, verse 1 and 2. Let a man so consider of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. We should actually count how many times Brother Brenham spoke about that God, by the ministry of the seventh messenger, revealed all the mysteries from Genesis up to the book of Revelation. And in Matthew 13, in the seven mysteries of the kingdom of God, it was revealed what was decided in the plan of God since the foundation of the world. And now we, as the servants of Christ and as the stewards of the mysteries of God, shall we, we, we shall be now the ministers of Christ. Would we have known about the mysteries if God would not have sent a prophetic ministry? And then we understood, of course, that the word of God, of course, was not sent to an evangelist or to a charismatic, but the word was sent to a prophet. God himself has, of course, a pattern from the very beginning. And by this it remain, he remains until the end. So, as written in Revelation chapter 1, in the first three verses, there it is written that the Lord God has sent His angel 
to show his servant John what all the other servants what is, what is also ordained for all the other servants. You can read it in the first three verses in the book of Revelation, chapter 1. That what God revealed to one servant was ordained for all the servants of God who pass on the same proclamation. Let us read Revelation chapter 1, verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants, plural, to show unto his servants, things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant, John. So, God used one, one servant he used, to show all the other servants the to give to all the other servants the same revelation. And all the servants who preach today the same word, they are under the same Holy Spirit and they are led into all the mysteries as the servant in the singular as he revealed the mysteries to this one servant. Now also addressed to the, to the other servants, 1 Corinthians 4, verse 2, 1 Corinthians 4, verse 2, Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Faithful, be found faithful. Not only the messenger, which God used to reveal his word, to reveal his will and mysteries, but all the messengers who carry the same word, they must be found faithful and they must remain faithful, namely in the word of God. Then we go to 2 Corinthians, chapter 4, verse 5. 2 Corinthians, chapter 4, verse 5. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves, your servants, for Jesus' sake. We are not preaching us. We are not preaching a prophet and not an apostle. We are preaching Jesus Christ as the Lord, as the same yesterday, today, and forever. In accordance in accordance with what God revealed to all the prophets and apostles. 
and which he put in our time anew upon the lampstand. Since my visit, now last month, especially in Peru, when 31 brothers were gathered from the various directions within the message, it was said there that Some believed that Brother Branham has to return. This is the main main teaching. And there's no sermon, no sermon where it is not emphasized that the ministry of the prophet is not at the end. He must return. This is one of the main teachings in in all of the Spanish-speaking world. And of course, also mostly on the North American continent. One has to imagine, there the attention is drawn to the man sent from God. And the return of Jesus Christ is no no subject, no subject at all. But our subject, our main subject, is the return of Jesus Christ, the calling out and the preparation of the bride church unto the glorious day of our Lord. And you all know, or you heard of it, or now you heard, you will hear it now, what happened then. I simply, I spoke a very clear language with all these brothers there. And I said, I said very seriously, I said very seriously, if there is no promise in the Bible, then there is also no fulfillment. If there is no example in the Bible, then there is no fulfillment. And both we don't find in the Bible. Even John the Baptist, in the Gospel of John, in the first chapter, two times he said, Behold the Lamb of God, which carries away the sin of the world. He went home in a very strange way. And he didn't live until the moment of the crucifixion. Because this is the claim that the last messenger must be on the earth when the Lord returns. One cannot go into all the details which are used there to prove this. And then spontaneously there came the thought to me from now now on it's no more the end time message but the biblical end time message. The message of the Bible. The promised word of God for this time, and I say it very openly and freely, all who have have lost the respect before the word of God, and who don't think, who don't uh, take it needed to be necessary to open up the Bible and to search the scriptures, 
as those in Berea, all are having the Bible closed and are having their fantasies about the quotations. And they are putting quotes together, putting quotes together and upside down. And they have no thought about to ask God and to have the last answer from the Word of God. And I say it openly and freely, there is no man on earth who would appreciate Brother Bre who can appreciate the ministry of Brother Ram as I do. Because I really, in the first sermon, on the 9th of August, 1955, I of course knew, in my heart, I knew, this is a man sent from God. And if I remember, all my other personal conversations with him and the, and the other services, they are just so precious to me. I cannot say it otherwise. I like to remember it, what Brother Brenham told me. But then, if I received then four DVDs, all the four brothers, they knew Brother Brennan personally. They were together with him. And all four claim that the, the prophet told me this and that, and he will return so that that what he said can be fulfilled. And then I have one question to all the four brothers and to all the other four brothers, uh, all the other bro brothers who think that that what the prophet said, they interpret it privately and they, they make up various doctrines out of it. Firstly, I would like to say here very humbly and in love, I want to say, I noted down the scriptures here from Moses, from Moses as God used him to, to fulfill the promise which he gave unto Abraham. And after 400 years to lead out the children of Israel out of Egypt, to lead them out. And then please read it. Read what this man of God, after what he said, after he fulfilled the commandment of God. I just want to touch upon it briefly. We will not spend much time with it. But I just do it, therefore, to, to show us, also to show unto all the ministering brethren on the earth, that it always goes on. And if one period and one ministry is coming to an end, then another period starts, another ministry starts. And it continues and continues. Here, in Deuteronomy, chapter 33 and 34, the last chapters of the five books of Moses, here it is written, from verse 26, Deuteronomy, chapter 33, 
from verse 26. There is none like unto the God of Jeshurun, who rideth upon the heaven in thy help, and in his excellency on the sky. The, the eternal God is thy refuge. And underneath are the everlasting arms. And he shall thrust out the enemy from before thee and shall say, destroy them. And now it comes. Israel that shall dwell in safety alone the fountain of Jacob shall be upon a land of corn and wine. Also his heavens shall drop down dew. Happy art thou, O Israel, who is like unto thee, O people, saved by the Lord, the shield of thy help, and who is the sword of thy excellency. And thine enemies shall be found liars unto thee, and thou shalt tread upon their high places. Here Moses finishes that part which God had with him to which God used him to carry out that what at that time was, was decided in the plan of salvation. Now here are the last verses in Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 10 And there arose not a prophet since in Israel like unto Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. He didn't have to come on the scene anymore. That what God wanted to do, He did. Nothing was missing at all. Nothing remained to be done. With the arguments, one could say, oh, Moses went up to Mount Nebo and not into the promised land. But that's how it was ordained by God. What do we want to change on it? He fulfilled his commission and he was taken up into glory. And then we have the finishing with the time period of Joshua. In Joshua, chapter 23, here is also a summary of that what happened at that time according to the will of God. Joshua 23, verse 14. And behold, this day I am going the way of all the earth. 
And ye know in all your hearts and in all your souls that not one thing has failed of all the good things which the Lord your God spake concerning you. All are come to pass unto you. And not one thing has failed thereof. That's how Joshua closes his spirit, which was given to him by God himself. That all the promises which God has given have found fulfillment. And also he, he could also then go into his rest. Let us also remember David and Solomon. Let us look up First Chronicles 28 to see, to read up in what kind of way every man of God who, who received a commission by God in connection with the plan of salvation and which he, which he then carried out, how the finishing was. And they didn't have to return at all. Here in First Chronicles, chapter 28, verse 2 and 3, then David the king stood up upon his feet and said, Hear me, my brethren and my people. As for me, I had in my heart to build a house of rest for the ark of the covenant of the Lord and for the footstool of our God and had made ready for the building. You, you all know, David had already the vision. He's, he has seen exactly how everything should be built. And then he gave to Solomon the plan. David saw it, and he wanted to do it. He wanted to carry out. But he didn't have to do it because God used another man for it. He had the right to believe that God will use him for it. To give a place for the Ark of the Covenant so that God can dwell there among his people. And then God decided as we can read it. Here in the next verse especially also in verse 3 and 4. But God said unto me, David wanted. He saw the vision. He wanted to do it. But God said unto me, Thou shalt not build a house for my name, because thou hast been a man of war and hast shed blood. 
Howbeit, the Lord God of Israel chose me before all the house of my father to be king over Israel forever. For he has chosen Judah to be the ruler, and of the house of Judah, the house of my father, and among the sons of my father, he liked me to make me king over all Israel. And then verse 6. And he said unto me, Solomon, thy son, he shall build my house and my courts, for I have chosen him to be my son, and I will be his father. We see here that the ways of God can be otherwise, can be different than we see it, or as we would decide it. Everything has, has its time. Now one place more, from First Chronicles, chapter 29, First Chronicles, chapter 29, verse 1. Furthermore, David, the king, said unto all the congregation, Solomon, my son, whom alone God has chosen, is yet young and tender, and the work is great. For the palace is not for a man, but for the Lord God. The temple should not be built so that David or his son Solomon should make himself a name, but the house of God where the Ark of the Covenant is brought and where God can have fellowship with his people. Verse 10 and 11 now, in the first chapter, verse 10, verse 10, Wherefore David blessed the Lord before all the congregation. And David said, Blessed be thou, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. And then, verse 11, Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. This we heard last night very clearly. Many heads are ruling and are deciding over the various unities. But the Lord is the head of His church. That's how it is written. And that's how it remains 
forever. Especially in Colossians, we can read all the scriptures. Christ, the head of the church. But now just, just briefly to show us the places that there were various periods who had to be there and everyone called by God had the responsibility and at that time he did what was decided in the plan of God. Then, in Second Chronicles, chapter 3, here we have the building of the temple before our eyes on Mount Moriah, where Abraham sacrificed Isaac. Everything in the course of the periods Starting with Abraham, Moses, Joshua, all the men of God. And then the fulfillment. Then Solomon started to build a temple in Jerusalem on Mount Moriah. Where the Lord appeared unto his father David, which David ordained. You all know this story. It doesn't have to be read here. Why did I go back to the Old Testament? Why? To show us that God for certain tasks and periods God has those who have to take responsibility for certain tasks and who carried it out. Let us come back to the message of the hour, to the word of the Lord. And this we say very seriously. Once again we say it. God is only in His word. And only the Word is the divine seed. Jesus Christ, our Lord, is the Word made flesh. In the beginning was the Word, not the interpretation. Also in the Garden of Eden, in Genesis 2, at the beginning was the Word. And in Genesis 3 came the interpretation. In the Word, that's how Brother Ron says it, in the, in the Word, the man, people were protected. The Word was as a shield around them, and the enemy could not touch them as long as they were in the Word. And then the cunning craftiness of the enemy now, should, should God have said, and you will not die, you will be wise, you just have to eat of the tree of knowledge, and then you will be like God. Now, just imagine this now, then you shall be as God. 
And this somehow, somehow, she liked it so much then. How is it today? In the beginning was the word. And Brother Brenham was the prophet who was sent with the word. And I'm honest now. Not one discrepancy would have existed if all, if all the sermons would have left the way in the context in which they were preached. Everything would have remained nicely. Everything would have gone smoothly. And today we would, we would have a church of Jesus Christ which would be more than three million members. And what, what has happened? You can read it. And I ask you, let us read it now together. Let us read it. Matthew 25. Namely, in connection with Matthew 13, when the people slept, then the enemy came and sowed his seed and then he disappeared. But both seeds came up. This repeats, according to Matthew 25, in our time. I just read verse 5 and 6. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. The foolish as well as the wise. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. Now back to Matthew 13 now. When the people slept, let us say it openly and clearly, at the beginning, when the message was carried, after the going home of Brother Brenham, since 1966, and not that I wanted it, but that's how it was. God has given grace. And he, he used me. On the 12th and 13th of Jefferson, April 1966, I was in Jeffersonville. I, I took care of that the sermons of Brother Brenham are being printed. Up to now, not one single sermon was printed. I told the brethren that we have to have them in print form to, make, uh, to be able to make a translation of it. And that's how the end, the biblical message of the end time, that's how the message took its course from the very beginning. I didn't decide it this way. It was a, it was God. That's how He ordained it before the foundation of the world. And so, I not only brought the word to the North American continent, but with Brother Galdona, I brought it to South America together with Brother Sidney Jackson to Africa and with all the other brothers I carried it into all the worlds into all the world in the beginning 
we were all burning with fire and we all knew the return of Jesus Christ is very near and we were full of fire in the spirit we were ready to serve the Lord at this place we also remember the 70s where we really in every sermon uh, in, in every service we had the hope and we were blessed and behold then came the moment where the enemy made his main attack This was when we were not watchful, when we were sleeping, somehow when when it cooled down a bit, where we could not be aware of what really is happening around us. And since that time, the enemy gave one interpretation after the other one. He sowed it. And the seed Sadly, it came up. Up to this point, we were burning in the Spirit, ready to serve the Lord, carrying the message. And also this maybe should be said here. We, we, we came together at that time. We had the impression, it will be confirmed later on, The listeners listeners didn't put their emphasis upon the preaching. At that time, the things were somehow distributed upon the proclamation. And one sadly has to say it. Secondly, it was... The emphasis was laid upon the operating of the gifts of the Spirit. Up to the point that the preaching, the proclamation, was not the first and the center of it, but it was just... But they were just waiting upon the speaking of the Lord, which should go forth by prophesying. But the emphasis was not, was not laid upon the, the, the saying of the Lord by His Word. And this the enemy used, and the, the enemy used it brutally. And he made a deception, all what goes with it. And we say it once again. Then it went from interpretation to interpretation. From one doctrine, it went to the other doctrine. Up to this point, there was no thunder doctrine. No doctrines that Brother Brenham had to return, has to return. Nothing of all these doctrines, which are now in circulation. But now, once again, back to the two places, Matthew 13 and Matthew 25, when the people slept, when the bridegroom tarried, then they all slumbered and slept. This happened. But then, in verse 6, 
And at midnight, there was a cry made. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. After what also happened, comes, according to this word, the moment comes where the cry was made within the a wake-up call an orientation back to the word that at the end a word bride comes forth and that is being transferred into the image of Christ. I was making my thoughts to write a circular letter and I'm very angry on my inside. I'm angry that the church fathers certain scriptures they misinterpreted and they misused and they made up terrible false doctrines. The first three scriptures I noted down. I know them inside out. Genesis 1.26 Let us make man and in, in, in this us in this us they place the three persons of God. And then Genesis 11, verse 7, Let us go down. Again, the three persons of God. They placed it there. And the most terrible, I read it up. One gets really sick when one reads it. The most terrible, Genesis 18, when Abraham was looking up, he saw three men. And behold, the interpretation is, this was the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I'm very angry in the Spirit, because the blasphemy, it just goes too far now. One just has to read Genesis 19 when the two men came to Sodom and these homosexuals they wanted to, to look to, to go into them and they want, they want to build this Trinity doctrine upon this event there's, there's, there's no, no explanation for such a blasphemy. Just think of it. Upon such scriptures, they have built the Trinity doctrine. They didn't even take care what kind of blasphemy is connected with it. But we heard it last night. The enemy uses the heads uses the heads. But God takes the heart. And if one reads on, that 318 in the Council of Nicaea, 500 people, they voted against it. Do we vote about, about a doctrine? 
Or is the doctrine firm? For us, God's word is God's word. I'm really angry about it. What people made with the word of God, with the precious holy word of God, what people made out of it. And we are coming now to the summary that in the, in the church, in the Roman Empire, which for, formed in the 4th and 5th century, nothing remained in the original as it is left unto us in the Holy Scripture. Every subject was interpreted, was explained. Also the New Testament scriptures. I don't want to go into detail. The time is going up. Everything was misinterpreted. Matthew 28, verse 19 was made a formula. One can read it in the news of the Lutheran Church. The suggestion was made that also all the Lutherans should make crosses in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. They should make the sign of the cross. Everything returns into the bosom of the mother and all are laid into error. And therefore God has sent a prophet to take us out of all the interpretations, taking us out from all the errors, back to God, back to His Word. And now, to the great pain. I, I hardly can take it. I hardly can bear it. What was interpreted into Matthew 28, I cannot take it, what is being, thou art Peter, Matthew 16, not, not, not upon this rock, no, upon the revelation of Jesus Christ, the church is built, everything was misinterpreted, we cannot go into detail, I'm just so angry about it, I cannot say it otherwise, the people are misled in Christendom and in all the other religions. But the greatest trouble, the greatest pain is the misleading within the message. Everything else concerns all the others. The divine message concerns us, concerns me. And here we have the divine promise. I remember the commission of Brother Branham from the 11th of June, 1933, at around 14 hours at, in the afternoon, when the light came down, visible for more than 4,000 people came down visibly and the voice sounded as John the Baptist was sent to forerun the first coming of Christ so you are sent with a message which will forerun the second coming of Christ and listen closely now in the new house in Tucson, Arizona, which our brothers have built for Brother Branham, in which I also was, in this house, it's engraved in the door 
so you are sent to forerun the second coming of Christ. Not so the that the message would forerun, but you. And everything is built upon one interpretation. And therefore, all are bypassing what God is doing right now. Because one single sentence was misinterpreted. And this hurts. And this has become their main preaching. And they don't understand that they have fallen prey to the liar. They have fallen prey to lies. And so that the enemy has deceived them. Let us be honest here. Where is today being preached the gospel of Jesus Christ within the message? Where? With conversion, with a new birth, with the baptism in the Spirit, with everything what we are preaching as the full gospel. They just say, the prophet said, the prophet said. And no one of all his brothers, of all his men, they say what the Lord said in his word. Please listen to this, all the peoples of the earth. The biblical end time message is the revealed word of God. And the revealed word of God is the biblical end time message. There are not two things. There is only one plan of salvation of our God. And we are, bring, we, we are being brought back to it. Now, also the big trouble to which we will not go into detail here. I just mentioned it to show you that we are standing in a great spiritual battle and that we have to make clear before God for all eternity we have to make clear that Brother Branham was the promised prophet the man sent from God with a divine message which will forerun the coming of Christ. And then again we have to say that the brothers who make out of his statements all the false doctrines they are deceived by the devil. And this happened because we were not watchful, because the bride didn't remain in the word, and therefore the enemy could sow his seed of interpretations. And everywhere came discrepancy, everywhere came enmity and hatred. And then it was said to me, in our city, in our city, there are nine end-time message churches, nine in number, in one city, in one country. To this, nobody has to be clever, nobody needs a special revelation. Then we all know that something is not right. That somehow, people are following a man and are not following Jesus Christ, our Lord. 
Let us summarize what is about now. Everything must be placed biblically. Firstly, one word now to all who perhaps are being, who want to be baptized today. We have the clear statements in the Holy Scripture and the carrying out of the biblical baptism we have it as commanded in Matthew 28.19 we find it in the book of Acts chapter 2 chapter 8 chapter 10 and in chapter 19 so we have a confirmation that Peter who heard the great commission from the lips of our Lord, he understood it precisely. And he knew that God has revealed himself as Father in the Son and by the Holy Spirit. And that in the New Testament covenant name, Lord Jesus Christ, and that all the believers have to be baptized into this name. They don't have to argue about into or in the name. The original words in Matthew 28, according to the Bible, according to the Bible translator, Alan Nestle, the Greek, The words are precisely, go into all the world and teach all nations and baptize them into my name. That's how it is written in the footnote of this Bible translation from Geneva. Let us leave Matthew 28 as it is. Let us leave it. But it needs revelation not only repeating of a formula, but the revelation what this name is into which one has to be baptized in. And so all who are not yet baptized biblically may all know that the biblical baptism belongs to it because thus it is written Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And then it says in verse 41, They that gladly received his word were baptized. No discussion. But as written in Mark 16, 16, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. So one cannot just say, whoever believes is being saved. No, as the Lord said it, whoever believes and is being baptized, whoever the obedience belongs to the faith. And so we proclaim today the same word. When Brother Brenham was baptized in the Baptist Church, He told Dr. Roy Davis, 
He baptized all the others in the formula. He just told him, I want that you baptize me according to the apostolic pattern. Namely, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Dr. Roy Davis, he he said he, he respected it. And that's how I will baptize you. And then Brother Brenham preached this biblical baptism. And so we received the in, introduction into the ABC of the New Testament Church. And with this it must start. And then we continue. And please, all of us, who we are waiting for the completion, and also I myself, I myself, in the 50 years, altogether, it's even 55 years in the ministry of the Lord and of the proclamation. But let us look to the last 50 years. What did God do? Just imagine. Just imagine he would have come in the midst of the 70s. Then many of those who are here today, many of those who are listening worldwide, they would have not, they would have not been part of it. If he would have come 10 years later, or sometime later, if he would if, we, if he would have come sometime, he would not be part of it. There we have to go to Second Peter chapter 3. God is not slack concerning his promise, but he's waiting patiently until the last ones are being added and are being called out. Very clearly we can say, Jesus is never too late. We have the scriptures. We read them. And they all slept. This was the moment, this was the period in which the enemy sowed his seed of discrepancy. And I will not apologize for it. Every interpretation is an abomination to me, a direct abomination to me. I will never change it. Only the Word of God, only what is written is the Word of God and remains forever. And into this Word, into these mysteries about Godhead, baptisms, the fall, basically, in fact, all the plan of salvation of our God was being proclaimed as it was not before since 2000 years. And in our time, God gave a summary and everything what is written in the Old and New Testament concerning the plan of salvation, God revealed it unto us by His grace. He let us know about it. But then comes to it, 
If ye abide in my word, and the words abide in you, then ye are my disciples indeed. Then belongs to it, sanctify them. In thy truth, thy word is the truth. Then all, all these scriptures belong to it. And then we are grateful to God for the ministry of the prophet. And I add here, for the unique ministry of the prophet, which no Peter had, which no John had, which no James had, which no Paul had. And this was it, what the angel of the Lord told to Brother Branham on the 7th of May, 1946, at that time, repeated the sign of the Messiah to the Jews and Samaritans, the sign of the Messiah. The minister of our Lord as prophet happened at that time to the Jews and to the Samaritans. He could say in John 1, before Philip called you, I saw you. He could say, before Andrew called you, I have seen you. Your name, your name is Simon, and the father of you, and the name of your father is Jonas. He could say to the woman at the well, five husbands you had, the one you have now is not your husband. He, he could say, the master will have the Lord's supper in your house. He could say, go. Fetch the, the donkey because the Lord needs it. He could say everything by revelation. And in almost every prayer line, in almost every prayer line, Brother Branham referred to it and he said, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting that the supernatural cloud of the glory of God descends, and that the angel of the Lord steps upon the platform. And then Brother Branham saw the person in a vision, and he said, as we heard it last night, who they are, where they are from, and what they have sicknesses. I am an ear and eyewitness. I have seen it many times. I witnessed it personally many times. I can confirm it before God that I believe it with all my heart. In the same way, in the same way it must be said that now it is not only about me, God be merciful to me, not about me, but it is about the calling out about the completion of the Church of Jesus Christ, the preparation of the Bride Church unto the coming of the Bridegroom. And to this, the message is necessary. In the original, no mixing may take place anymore. No interpretation may be found in the Bride. Only the biblical anti-message grounded in the Holy Scripture. Brothers and sisters, 
Many things could be said still. Fifty years. It's a long time. Perhaps half of a century. I'm looking back to 50 years. Here are again the five original sermons which I received in 1958 in Dallas, Texas. I got them. And Brother Branham, he told me you will return with this message to Germany. Now just in summary, could I have done something overseas? God of course knew and God decided in this way. And behold, He laid everything wonderfully. We have We also spoke about, with brothers in various countries, we spoke about it, how the entire message was spread all over Europe, also to Eastern Europe. Since 1968, when the Iron Curtain was still there, we preached the message that God in Moscow he opened the doors in the Baptist church and the man signed, signed that if, if the KGB comes then I'm responsible for it. God opened doors all over and he was taken care of that his word that his word is reaching the ends of the earth. And if I now would tell you still what kind of addresses Brother Branham gave me personally from Switzerland, from India, from Canada. What kind of postal addresses Brother Branham gave me without, I was, I was not even asking him out of which afterward the contacts came up. Later on, God knew everything. In responsibility before God, we are experiencing this period together. And I repeat myself, in the biblical end-time message, may not be one single interpretation, not one explanation may be found in it. The bride must and will be a word bride. And I'm asking you, don't listen. Don't listen to any interpretation. Give your heart to the Lord. This we heard last night. The enemy, he has it here. He has it here in the head. And always from the tree of knowledge. God reveals Himself. He revealed Himself in Jesus Christ our Lord. And we say it clearly, the period which now takes place within the Bright Church connects to that what happened through the ministry of Brother Branham without interruption. God continued without our willing 
He just included us into his eternal plan of salvation. Let us walk forward because the assurance, the certainty which we have is grounded in this word. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but God's word remains forever. And God has sent his prophet and servant to bring us back into his word and to, re- and to reveal all the mysteries. And nobody is allowed to go beyond it. Nobody is allowed to interpret or to receive interpretations. But just simply remaining in the Word, becoming a Word Bride. And by this we will reach together our destination. Please be sure of it. God has taken the responsibility for it that the bright church of Jesus Christ according to Ephesians 5 verse 27 without spot without wrinkle she will appear before him he has taken the responsibility for it that according to Revelation 19 all who will partake at the marriage supper of the Lamb that they will be that they have heard the word that they received the word and that they obediently walked the way of faith until the end brothers and sisters right at the end I connect with it once again I connect the request don't give your ear to any man whoever says something about somebody else. Don't listen to that who wants to tell you what is a certain revelation. Tell each one. Please, please open the Bible to it. Please open the Bible to it. And then the conversation will probably be very short and it will come to an end. If thy word shall no more be valid, whereupon shall my faith rest? I'm not concerned about thousand worlds. I'm concerned to do thy word, as a German poem goes. One more scripture. 1 Corinthians 3, verse 10. I have laid the foundation with you. Another foundation can nobody lay. Another one, Ephesians 2, verse 20. Built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, where Jesus Christ himself is the chief cornerstone. Tell me, how many scriptures do you want to hear? Receive it all. Take them all with you home. Take them with you home. Amen. We stand up for prayer. Let us sing, as so often, the chorus, Just as I am.
as we are having our heads bowed, as we remain in silent prayer, let me ask whether some are here who we can include into this prayer. doesn't matter what it may be. The Lord gives us everything what He promised. If we only ask Him about it, and if we believe that we receive it, then it will be given to us. You can read it in Mark 11 from verse 22. Be it salvation, be it forgiveness, be it grace and salvation, reconciliation with God, reconciliation among one another. No enmity may exist within the divine seed. The enmity may only be between the two different seeds. As God said in Genesis 3, verse 15, I will put enmity between you and between the woman, between thy seed and her seed. There is no enmity within the divine seed. There is only the enmity between the two different seeds. Brothers and sisters, today is our hour, our day, where we fully put ourselves upon the side of God. And just simply saying, Beloved Lord, my heart is available for you. Sow thy seed of the word into me. And let us then remain watchful so that the enemy cannot sow the seed of discrepancy by the interpretations. Now say it honestly. Brother Brenham, he used the word discrepancy. The seed. The seed of discrepancy. What are all the interpretations? And which they, and those who, they, they are rebellious. One is not even able to speak with them. They have no connection to the word. And therefore, they lost the orientation. And let, let us go one step further. An enmity has been put up by all the interpretations. In the Garden of Eden it started. And then they were manifested. A total enmity between the two seeds. The divine seed is carried. And the word is the seed. We mentioned the places many times from Mark, verse 4, chapter 4, verse 14, from Luke, chapter 8, verse 11, and all the other places. These two seeds 
can never, never be brought upon one common denominator. They have two different origins. The one is the son of man. We have heard it of Brother Branham. When the when the Son of Man is being re- revealed, He revealed Himself. He has given us the Word. With this, that part is closed. But it happened also in the same way that the seed of discrepancy was also sown. And I say it once again. All over, where interpretations are being presented, there is enmity, there is hatred and strife. Everywhere where the word is only being preached, there we are being, being brought back to Christ, the head. There is no strife anymore, no discussion anymore. There is revelation by the Holy Spirit who leads us into all truth. Who likes to be led into all truth? Amen. All of us. All of us. God has heard it. God has seen it. Now, the question, who likes to be baptized today, biblically? Do we have somebody? Yes, there are some. There are some. One, two, Three. Brother Schmidt says, come, come to the front, come to the front. All who would like to be baptized biblically, please come to the front. Just, just come to the front so that we can pray together with you. Praise and thanks. Be unto our Lord. Our precious brothers and sisters from Poland are also here. God bless you in a special way. We included them in, in, in our hearts. Our precious brother and sister who are newly added, who humbly submit under the mighty hand of God who received the word of God in their hearts and who are now making the step of obedience. God bless you in a special way. From the very first moment, we are joined in the Lord as if we would have known each other for a long time. The Lord knows His own. Beloved brother, God bless you and the decision which you made. God bless you, both of you, and may bless the decision which you made. And precious sister, you also would like to be baptized? You have dedicated your life to the Lord? Amen. Precious brother, you also would like to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord? God bless you. God bless you. How nice. Two, four, six, seven. A nice number. A nice number. After the service, we go together to the baptism pool. And Brother Schmidt, a man of God. Yes, Brother Schmidt. 
Since many years, since 48 years, we know each other with Brother Schmidt. And God has led it in such a way. Brother Rus cannot be here in, in the moment. He has a bit trouble of walking. But in the spirit he is fully aware and he is joined with us. We all have become older, yes? And nevertheless we are thanking the Lord God that he has given strength so that we can serve him. If I remember that now on Tuesday morning I have to leave again to Africa Yes. What shall I say to it? The call has gone forth. And I have to go. The Lord doesn't ask me, can you go? He always gives new strength. This time it's Cameroon, Uganda, Kenya, Tanzania, who are included in a huge program. And God willing, I'm then back in 14 days. Remember me in your prayers. And now, we will pray for you, who you are going to be baptized. Precious Lord, you ever faithful God, you have led it in such a way that our brothers and sisters received the revelation that the baptism takes place in your name. Bless them from the riches of your grace and make them a blessing and lead them all the days of their lives until we all come from believing unto seeing. To you, the Almighty God, we thank you with all our hearts also for this service in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. We will ask Brother Kupfer to pray with us the closing prayer. Once again, I would like Brother Kupfer can come. I would like to thank all that you have come. I would like to thank all the brothers who are translating. I would like to thank all who are having part in everything, what is being done at this place. Singing, playing music, praying, in fact, in everything, what contributes that the word of the Lord can be a blessing for many. Let us understand one another and let, let us be united in the love of God. And once again, let it be said, no discussion anymore, nothing anymore. There where revelation comes from God, there every interpretation and every discussion stops. There where it is being still interpreted and where it is being discussed, there is not yet a revelation. So, may the Lord God 
Give us the revelation of His Word by His grace and of His will. Brother Kupfer will not preach now. I'm, I'm not the preacher. Hallelujah. Highly praised and highly praised be our God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Dear brothers and sisters, there is no respect of persons. We know each other. Although we don't understand each other because of language problems, we all have a need. And we have received and since yesterday we are, he are we hearing the word from the throne a holy word nothing is nothing shall be added to it and nothing shall be taken from it brothers and sisters whether we are in Africa we are living all the brothers we are loving let them be let them be in Russia or in other states we are loving one another and the Lord loves us. And our thoughts are going back to the cross of Calvary. There our sin were forgiven. But we need revelation. What our brother said, what, 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 what he wrote 50 years ago, what he said yesterday, this the apostles and prophets said already, therefore it's nothing new. It's a completion because the Lord said it and for this we are grateful. We pray for our brother. There's no confusion and there are no compromises. Either we are the children of light or we are not. But we received his word because of love. It goes deep into our souls. This is our food. This we believe. We don't add anything to it. Lord, our God, we have heard. We believe it. We understand it all. The Lord said, have you understood all this? Yes, we believed it and we really understood it. There's no misunderstanding. It's only the truth and this we believe. Lord, help me, help each one to believe the things which we heard and also to obey it. We all have a need, Lord. We pray to you, come to our help. Fill us with your Holy Spirit so that your love might be manifested. It's a deep longing for us. There's no respect of persons, Lord. But you are at work. And you are preparing your church. This is our goal. If we don't have this goal, what shall we wait for? Where shall we go? Dear brothers, these are all your thoughts. These thoughts. These are all our thoughts. Each one of us. This is the wonderful thing. The Lord, the Almighty God, may He bless us and may He be with us. And may He lead us into His love. Amen.
Blessed and praised be the name of our Lord. Amen. And all the people said, Let us sing, I love him, I love him. Now, we are giving greetings to all our brothers from Africa and also from all of over Europe. We give you greetings. Greetings to Paris. Greetings to Brussels. Greetings into all the cities, in all the countries, to all brothers and sisters in Christ. The completion will take place worldwide. At the same time, it will happen that God will pour out His Spirit once more. And then comes what Brother Brenham has seen, the short, mighty work of God as it never happened on the earth. And this merges then into the rapture. Don't you worry. God made the plan. He carries it out. And we want to have part in it. And we all, who we found grace in the sight of God, and who we, who we believe the revealed word, we want to thank the Lord, who has taken the sealed book in our time, and who has opened the seven seals, and who has revealed the content of it, as it was shown to our beloved brother Branham on the 28th of February, 1963, it was announced, and from the 17th to the 24th of March, it was revealed. Everything was revealed, and we thank God for it. But in connection with the opening of the seals, it is written, nobody was worthy, neither in heaven nor on the earth. And then came the lamb, the lion from the Ju tribe of Judah. And he was worthy to take the book and to reveal it. And therefore, we lift up our hands and we sing, Thou art worthy, Thou art worthy.
Amen. Each one is shaking hands with one another. And today you can say, the Lord has blessed us. Amen.